Round one was over. <laughs> Parents won. Kids sipped. I only hope that we never lose sight of one thing. That was all started by a mouse. Did we just become best friends? Yep. Gentlemen, start your engines. Bunch of madness around here. Hello, everyone, and welcome to DDP Today, a show that's a little about us, a lot about Disney, and fun for the whole family. My name is Justin, and tonight I am joined not by one, not by two, but by three of my good buddies, my brothers, my friends, my pals, my Disney amigos. I'm excited to talk some Disney with you guys. I am going to start. With my friend just south of me, just a little bit, the one, the only, the awesome, Mr. Joe Q. How What's are you, friend? Brother? It's been a great uh, week and a half with Disney stuff. I'm awesome. Uh, it's been a great week of news. I'm excited to talk about it tonight. So, how are you? Yeah, man. We're going to get in some Disney news, which we rarely do. That's a lot of fun. Uh, but before we do that, let me check in on my buddy to the north, Mr. Dan Rossi. How are you, man? What is going on, boys? Uh, I'm good. I'm good. I'm uh, I'm still suffering from serious Joe Quat FOMO from over the weekend with all the uh, all the meetups that were going on. Uh, and in the travel business, this is like, they call this wave season right now because so many people are booking vacations to go on trips uh, mm-hmm. this summer and stuff. And I know you have been really busy, and I've been really busy. It's just been uh, it's been nonstop. So I mean, that's a good thing. Yeah, yesterday was a uh, was quite a day. It was quite a long day. So, but it's a great thing. You know, everyone's wanting to go. Got lots of people signing up for the DDP today Disneyland uh, family vacation. So get a hold of us, show dot and we'll get you taken care of with that. Got some Disneyland news we're going to hit on soon. But before we do that, of course got to go to the birthday boy happy birthday buddy this is your big birthday week i'm excited to uh to have you on to spend some time with you tonight the one the only mr aussie dave what's going on brother i'm great mate how are you i'm good you're only excited to mention it's my birthday because we enter this beautiful little sweet spot where you are officially a different age than me for what like two and a half months yeah i'm officially a a different decade oh shush Shush. Different decade. Yeah. Quite, uh, quite, a, quite a birthday coming up. Yeah, so, yeah. But everybody, when you're listening, make sure to reach out to Dave and wish him a happy 40th birthday. Uh, super excited for him. Thanks, Ray. Uh Well, let's talk some Disney, guys. Look, we've, we had quite a big week um, with this past week with Run Disney, with, of course, our Give Kids the World uh, meetup that we had. Lots of fun stuff, meeting a lot of great people in the parks for the first time. So we're going to get to that. We, going, we are going to go live, actually, to the meetup. Um, and spend some time with our friends there. So we've got some audio from that. But before we do that, this was a huge, huge week. You were talking about Joe for Disney news. Uh, it's funny because you know with the changes that were made at the top of the of Disney, uh, I think Josh Tomorrow was extremely happy to come out this week and make some changes for Walt Disney World guests. And the first one I want to talk about, man, is the fact that complimentary self parking is back at the Walt Disney World Resort Hotels, uh, and it was effective immediately. You are a resorts guy. You're staying on DVC points at the time, so this doesn't affect you. But if you pay cash, you do drive, and you do have to pay that parking fee. No longer, my, no longer. Yeah, it's, it's actually one of those things where it, maybe the average fan will be like, who cares? It's parking. Most hotels charge for parking. But you know what? Something that we always had for free or that was included in our stay. And, you know, I don't always stay at DVC all the time. So, I mean, I... You know, Dan and I are planning on doing a show within the next week or two about Coronado and absolutely love that resort. It's such an underrated place. 
And when I stayed there for a couple of nights, I got charged for parking. And if you're a family and you're driving your own vehicle down, you spend three, four, five nights, that could equal a dinner, that could equal, I don't know, like a couple lunches. It depends, but it does add up. So every little bit that you could save during a Disney vacation, uh, we're all for it. So we're moving in the right direction and uh, little steps, but definitely some uh, important ones. That's for sure. Man, I tell you, it it adds up. I mean, if, if you think about it, if you're there, if you're at a if you're at a deluxe resort for seven nights, that's a dinner at Topolino's. Yeah, I, yeah. I mean, it it adds up. It adds up super quick. Um, Dan, you and I deal with this all the time with clients. You know, a lot of them drive, yeah. and we have to remind them of the feet apart no longer. Yeah, I mean, this is. I think this is one of my favorite parts of this announce all these announcements because again, this is something that you know, Disney really didn't have to do. This they gave this back. And like you said, it, it it doesn't seem like it's that big of a deal, but man, if you're staying for a week in Disney property, it, it adds up and you know, it it kind of helps when you're trying to push someone that's never been to Disney to stay on Disney property just because of all of the extras that you get and, and just having that Disney bubble around you. You know, sometimes people are hesitant to do it because of that, you know, that extra fee for parking. Now, you know, Disney gave that back, so that's a good thing. I'm 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 super happy. I wish they would have done it a couple weeks ago before we lent, but you know, we paid for Coronado, but you know, I'm I'm really happy that they changed this back. This that was a, a huge surprise. Dave, you know, I want to be excited about this. I want to be happy about it. But looming over my left shoulder is a desk that I've been trying to put together for two hours and I it, I can't get it. And I'm just every time I turn, my chair hits a little bit. And I'm like wanting to be really excited about parking right now, but it's just this constant <laughs> reminder of my inadequacies uh, behind me. So if you see me yeah. go from a smile to a, to a grimace, that's why. I completed a at-home uh, building project today. Like there are three incredibly beautiful looking shelves installed on a wall um and our laundry looks amazing and um you've got a half-built desk that you keep bumping with your chair i'm just pointing it out mate <laughs> well i feel like they i feel like they did all but one part in like metric and then and then the one part they're like nah let's just go you know what i mean like let's let's this it doesn't fit it doesn't work it just it doesn't. doesn't it's like three inches too i'm pretty long. sure it does i'm pretty sure it does um okay so let's get back to parking for a second um Here's the thing. Um, when we look at the outcry from guests over the last um, couple of years of things and challenges that and problems that they were having, one of the big ones was obviously Disney nickel and diming people for things. Uh, and this was a great example of it. They they changed uh, the they changed this policy. Um, I think it was even pre COVID for a period of time 2018. Um, and 2018 wow they changed it so um and here's the thing people are going to scream oh this is bob i doing something good and undoing something no this was around during bob i's time um and he's just switching it back now so um and here's the other thing to think about is um and i would be intrigued to, to watch this and somebody um with a little bit more of a finger on the pulse of these things would probably be more aware of it than me but i'd be interested to see how this affects uh overall price point of of rooms in disney and uh they still just getting the money but telling us they're taking it out um completely or is it just going to bump that overall 
expected price for staying on Disney property. Um, there's the cynic in me for a few moments. Um, I'm getting cynical in my old age, but, um, uh, <laughs> but yeah, so it would be, uh, interesting to see that those numbers play out. Um, in, in the, in the grand scheme of things, as a broad stroke, I think it is a win uh, on the part of the Disney company um, giving us that back and saying, hey, uh, it's now at the very least included uh, in your in your reservation rate uh, when you stay on Disney property. Yeah, but, you know, what I'll say is like us, us dumb Disney fans, you know, you, you tell us something's free, even though you maybe have hidden the price somewhere else. You know, then we're happy. I, I I think I saw I think I saw an Instagram reel or a TikTok Dan where, waving the flag of yeah, dumb Disney. Right. <laughs> they were you know, there was someone who was like it was like a contemporary resort like pricing and it was like, Hey gee, thanks for the free parking and it was like nine hundred and eighty dollars a night for the room. <laughs> so it's like, you know, but hey, you know, right. I'm happy about it, but you know, yeah, there's always there's always Disney two fans. things that people hate when they stay at a resort, right? One is paying for parking. I always look at that. And second is resort fees. That's the worst thing about staying at the Swan and Dolphin is paying the quote unquote resort fees. It's like, even if Dave is right, just, and I know the Swan and Dolphin, it's Marriott, it's separate from Disney, but just roll it into the price then. Just like, just don't hit me extra on it. I don't need to see it. You know, but those are two of the most annoying things is resort. Tell me the number and I'll be fine. Exactly. Just give me the, just give me right. the out the door price. Well, the worst is when you and book it. That's exactly what Yeah, the doing. worst is when you book it, you know, you pay up front for the hotel and then all of a sudden, you get there and it goes, oh, um, on your bill, there's going to be an additional $165. And you're like, what? You know what I mean? Like, just roll it in. I'm, I'm good with that. Now my cat has decided that it's going to lay on the desk and just just tempt me with just wanting to flip this thing in half. You know, uh, Sorry, I'm so, super distracted. Um, well, awesome news that we're getting free parking. Uh, it's, you know, that's, I think that's one of those things you said, nickel and diming, and now it's going back to way, the way it should be. And like you said, it wasn't Iger. This was, Iger brought this in, you know, and now he's saying, eh, you know, it didn't work too well. Let's, let's take it back. But let's talk about something that affects a lot of us here. And that is people who are Walt Disney World annual pass holders. Joe, you and I are pass holders. Um, and look, it can be a little tough sometimes because especially for you, not so much for me, you do kind of last second trips, you know, you'll drive down I-4, you'll be an I-4 corridor boy heading straight down to the parks, right. <laughs> and you will just want to do a last minute thing, but you won't have a park reservation, and maybe something's not available. And now, after 2 p.m., annual pass holders are going to be able to visit any park um, in, except for the Magic Kingdom on Saturdays and Sundays after 2 p.m. without a park reservation. This will be starting, they say, in the next few months. I'm expecting it to be by April. Uh, this will roll out. Joe, this is huge for people like you and I. Yeah, this definitely affected me this past weekend for Marathon Weekend. Uh, shout out to my friend Florence, who listens to the show. Hi, love Florence. Florence. We were, you met Florence this oh, weekend? Oh, she's so just, great. I love her. Yeah, Florence is amazing. And so Florence had a, uh, a lightning lane for Guardians of the Galaxy, and I met up with her and Dave and Eileen Lawrence, uh, friends of mine as well. And I was going to go into Epcot with them just to hang out. I'd already gone to the expo. I was like, I'll just grab maybe a last-minute park reservation for Epcot, figuring... You know, most people would be in the studios or at Magic Kingdom, nothing available. And this was going to be for in the afternoon, like two, three o'clock in the afternoon. And I was not able to grab anything. So now that this policy has changed, I could have went into uh, Epcot with them. I could have spent some money, gotten some drinks, just hung out. So now that opportunity is available now, um, it would have worked out. I'm planning on going to Disney Springs this, this weekend coming up. And now the fact that we could just pop into a park just maybe for a little bit, it just... 
it makes it brings a little bit of that old school back where if you just want to come in like especially for us local people you know i'm not as local as dave you know but like if i'm in the area hey let's go in for a few hours you know we could do that again now which is really nice so uh, i'm looking forward to that i cannot wait for that change uh to experience it this weekend and uh, yeah i mean that was one of the better ones that i really was excited to see because it really affected me this past week i was really frustrated wanted to hang out with my friends at epcot but uh hopefully uh you know that'll still be around next year and i'll be able to do it well the cool part too man is that you know, for Katie and I, we don't typically go in the parks until 2 p.m. So it kind of takes the stress off of us to be, oh, my gosh, we, we didn't make a park reservation. Now we're going to be able to to head over there. And, uh, I mean, Saturdays and Sundays at MK, that's expected. It's so busy over there. I actually feel, Dave, correct me if I'm wrong, I feel like Epcot's busier on a Saturday and Sunday generally than Magic Kingdom is. I, I mean, like, it holds more people. I feel like you get a bigger local um, crowd. So you're saying Epcot is our Disneyland? Yeah. Yeah. All right. I, I I'm I'm not I'm not opposing your 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 point of view. Um. Yeah. I mean, walking around World Showcase on a Saturday. I'll be, uh, yeah, we'll be on tour, and I'll look at my guests, and I'll be like, "It's gonna take you an extra ten minutes just for today to get to Ratatouille." Mm-hmm. Because yeah, it's the weekend. Well, speaking of Disneyland so. too. Um, Great news for everyone booked for the DDP Disneyland trip. A uh, little Disneyland news, kind of going off the annual pass holder thing. All Disneyland guests with a park hopper ticket, which is all of our guests, all of our family that's joining us out there, uh, are going to be able to park hop there starting at 11 a.m., and that's beginning on February 4th. That's huge because... Wait, it was 2? It was 2 p.m. Oh. And you know how, that, how those parks are. I mean, those right. parks, you can park hop back and forth, you know, you can literally be looking at, at, at wait times and go, ah, you know what, let's hop over and ride Guardians and, you know, Tower Terror Guardians, and then let's hop back over and ride Pirates, and let's hop back over, you know, and ride Cars, or let's hop, you know, this is a game changer. Uh, this is going to make it really, really nice. Dan, you know, this will be your first trip out to Disneyland. Um, right. This will make it really, really nice. You're not having to wait till 2 o'clock now to go from Disneyland to DCA or from DCA to Disneyland. Yep, I can't wait. Uh, I I really wish they would have extended this to Walt Disney World, or at least dropped that time a little bit. Um, I'm I'm really happy for the annual pass holders that get to to do this after two o'clock. I was kind of hoping that they were going to at least announce that they were going to start selling the annual passes again. Um, hopefully that'll come down the line, but you know I'm still waiting. So APs will be back. I'm I, I don't know anything. I'm just saying I think they'll be back soon. And also, I think the dining plan is coming back sooner than people expect. Yep. Do you really? Yeah, 100%. Hey, Justin, if they're going to bring back the a limited version of the Magic Key out in Disneyland, they've got to be thinking about some other pass for Walt Disney World guests. I mean, because Disneyland is just packed with, you know, quote, unquote, Magic Key or annual pass holders out yeah. there. So if they're thinking about that. They've got to be thinking about something for, for Walt Disney well, World. Well, I think we're already it, seeing it. I think, I think we're already seeing the planning phase for it and to roll APs back out. But I, so one thing Chapik I think genuinely did not like was selling of APs. He thought he could get more money out of the types of the families that go once a year for seven nights, you know. Because look, here the funny part is this though, man. You know, we go as AP holders. I still spend money in the parks. It's not like I go in and take a peanut butter sandwich. Like I'm still going in and eating and buying merchandise and doing all that stuff. And so are you, you know, you're doing the same thing every time you're there, you know, you're going to eat, you know, we go play mini golf, we do all that kind of stuff. Um, and I think that the leadership now maybe recognizes that and also recognizes that 
it is important to really love those crazy Disney fans like we are and to give them the opportunity to be there as often as possible. Dan, for a family like you, annual passes just make so much sense because you're down so much. Um, you know, if, if you're going to go more than nine days, annual pass pays for itself. For sure. I mean, we the last time we had it was back in 2017. Um, now, when I was talking about this a couple of minutes ago, I was talking about for me, not for the rest of my family. But, but, but again, like it, it really depends on the price. I, I know the price has really skyrocketed in the last five years because when I think when when I had it in 2017, it was like around eight hundred dollars, and I think the last time they had it on sale, it was closer to like twelve or thirteen hundred. So I mean, that's a huge jump for a family of five. I don't know that I would do it for the entire family. I think you you know if if there are benefits to be an annual pass holder, though, it is beneficial to at least have one person to be able to get those room discounts that they offer. And if they ever offer some sort of food discounts, you know, if they ever brought back tables in Wonderland or something like that, that would be fantastic. I would I would love that. We had it the one year we did have an annual pass, but, you know, that may just be a pipe dream at this Can point. Can I give uh, – I'm, I'm not bringing Dave in because I don't want to put him in a spot. Can I give my three things that will and will not happen? Yeah, sure. Passes will come back by the end of this year. Dining plan will come back by April. I think you said that last Did year. Did I? Well, I, I, no, no, I said, no I said they'll come back by the end of this next year, last year. That's what I said. If you go oh, back and listen, okay, it's there. Good. Yeah. I'll have to find that yeah. shit. We're going to have to that in. Yeah. pull the tapes. Um, pull the tapes. I think, um, <laughs> I think dining plan comes back before April or by the end of April. And I think we never, ever, 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 ever see um anything that resembles a dining card um like tables in wonderland i don't think we ever see something like that again in walt disney world well i'm gonna need to speak to your <laughs> proprietor then if that's the case <laughs> great inside story uh well on patreon i'll get into to my day and how it affected joe's day um whenever we uh get into patreon because i had quite a 24-hour period at walt disney world um that included <laughs> free parking for sure um so we'll get into that so remind me boys to talk about that for just a little bit but dave i want to come to you because something we did get you were a couple days off man and then, you know like we said you didn't know for sure like you were guessing i was you were close guessing, and it was a solid guess uh instead of april 1st april 4th we are going to get tron coming to the magic kingdom dude uh, you know you're going to be on this thing i would say they'll do cm previews DVC previews, AP previews. I'd say you'll be you'll be on the attraction before any of us will. How excited are you for Tron at Magic Kingdom? I'm excited. I, I'm very excited. It, uh, we announced that this was coming, I think, in 2018 as well, if I'm not mistaken. No, no, no. We um, said in 2018 so it's going to come. It's been a little bit of a j- at the end of 2018 plus five years. It said that. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah. It's it's been a journey, uh, to say the least. So it's exciting to now have an end in sight. Um, I'm uh, excited to be able to when a guest goes, oh, when's Tron coming? Actually, be able to answer. <laughs> That's really exciting. I mean, like, um, and just excited to um, have something new for the Magic Kingdom. Um, uh, the last attraction to open in Magic Kingdom was yep, 100%. Seven Dwarves Mine Train. Ten years ago? Eight. Eight years ago? Eight years ago? No, about eight. Um, so, yeah. So, that's exciting um, that we'll now have an, a new attraction in the Magic Kingdom. And, I mean, Tomorrowland was in desperate need of something, is in desperate need of something, so it's exciting to, to have that opening there. 
Um, we've seen the, it running on the track. We've got the train back. We, we, we can see a lot of that cosmetic element happening at the front uh, and nearing completion. So very exciting to have that uh, well on its way and to actually have... Uh, you, do you know how happy I'm going to be to tell, tell guests, uh, look, Lightning Lane no longer is for an attraction that's a little over a minute long. You know what I mean? Like, uh, because right now it's Seven Dwarfs Mine Train and... I cannot, I cannot in good conscience tell people to sp- spend money on a lightning lane for a seven dwarfs mine train. I just can't do it. Isn't Tron is supposed to be really quick? Yeah, but it's a I roller coaster. Say, it's not, yeah. you know, you, you. <laughs> it's like 40 something seconds. Wanna... Still, it's Tron. Wanna... It's huge. It's fun. All right. It's going to light up. It's <laughs> awesome. Um, my hair is going to blow in the wind. Uh, super fun. Excited about Tron. Uh, that, that we'll be able to do that. Joe, you're a, you're a, um, you know, you're you're a guy that likes to ride motorcycles. Tron for you has got to be one of those things you're super excited about. Well, I'm excited about it because a bunch of the re- most recent attractions, I haven't really been super crazy big fans of the franchises. Like, you know, Rise of the Resistance. Like, I like Star Wars. It's okay, but I'm not like a super fan like Mike. Or Guardians of the Galaxy. Like, I never really saw the movies. I'm just not a big, you know, uh, Marvel guy, whatever I mean. But it's in both amazing attractions, right? But I love Tron. I love the Tron movie. I love the Tron franchise. So I'm actually excited, like Mike would be for Star Wars, for Tron. And the one thing is, people need to watch is like this the light cycle is a very small portion of the movie. Uh, so just watch the movie. You'll get the whole understanding of what the, you know, what the light cycle is about. And it'll make a little bit more sense. So, uh, but I'm I'm excited for the to see the merchandise with it. I'm excited to see the theming inside of the attraction. So this is going to be a new exciting experience for me as somebody who is a really big fan of the movie and the franchise itself. That's what I'm really looking. I to. love it. Uh, last but not least, um, something that's going to happen is guests who purchase Genie Plus will also receive digital downloads now of their PhotoPass attraction photos. So not in the parks with the PhotoPass photographer, but just of attraction photos. Dan, that's an extra perk, man. That's something nice for families. It is. I like that. Uh, I am a little disappointed. I wish they just would have included all the photos, um, just to just just to you know throw us that little bone. That would have been nice. Uh, it is good that we can get those attraction photos included. Um, you know, I I'm a big fan of the of the filters that they have. I've taken some really you know kind of silly dumb Disney pictures with all the filters that they get with the Genie Plus every time. But I, I really wish they would have just thrown all the photos in because I, I can't imagine it really cost that much more. And I think it's going to be harder for people to justify paying for that memory maker now when all they're going to get is, you know, you know how I guess how often are you going to stop at a Disney photographer? And I just hope that doesn't push those photographers out now if a lot of people aren't yeah, buying. No, I completely agree. Um, <clears throat> super cool. Guys, th- this episode's kind of split into three parts, and I want to take us to our next part because the reason we're here, our main topic today is, of course, Marathon Weekend just concluded down at Walt Disney World. Amazing group of people. Congratulations to all the runners from the 5K all the way to the Dopey. Uh, you are amazing, amazing people, and congratulations on your accomplishment. The cool part was while we were down there right after the, the full marathon, at 2.30 on Sunday, that Sunday, we had a meetup of some of our amazing DDP Today Sorcerers running team. We got together to celebrate, give kids the world, raising over $11,000, this family. Uh, you guys are incredible for Give Kids the World. And while we were there, a uh, couple guys came together, uh, Craig from over Beyond the Mouse and John from Quick Dis Takes, who also helped run that running team, came together. And uh, I said, hey, guys, hey, you know what? I didn't run. Here's two microphones, and let's chat uh, a lot about what your experience was like. So I want to take you now 
down to Walt Disney World on the lawn of the boardwalk at the meetup. You're going to get to hear some very familiar voices, and you're going to hear from a lot of the DDP today, Sorcerer's Running Team. Have fun, enjoy this, and we will catch you on the other side as we recap the 2023 Walt Disney World Marathon Weekend. See you on the other side. Hi, everyone. This is Craig from Beyond the Mouse. I'm going to be joined by a bunch of different people here, mainly John from Quick Diz Takes, but also we're having a meetup actually at the boardwalk at Walt Disney World right now. And uh, we're here together because a lot of us gathered between the DDP Sorcerer's Running Club, which Matthew Zurich was a huge part of getting organized. So, Matt, it's awesome. It was great to run with you today, man. I feel like I got to know you really well. We went, we ran, what, four and a half hours together today? Yeah, I'll tell you. Okay, so I decided I was going to run off and do Everest, and we're going to talk about all this. <laughs> like, okay, so first of all, the other people I'm going to talk to here in just a second all ran a stupid amount more than me. So I want to mention that. This was my first marathon, but you all did dopey, and we'll talk about what that means here in just a second. But Matt and I ran together, and um, I decided to go ahead and do Everest in Animal Kingdom, and Matt decided he was going to go to the bathroom. And then I was like, you know what? Okay, maybe he'll go to the restroom. And then we'll, we'll kind of meet up in Animal Kingdom. It'll be cool. Turns out Longlades Max Zurich just decides to open it up on me. And so for like four miles, I was by myself. And I, I had no idea what to do. I was like, uh, Matt, I'm, I'm lost. I started texting you. And I was like, where are you, buddy? Those, those were some pretty lonely miles. My headphones didn't work great. It was the... Come into Animal Kingdom, leave Animal Kingdom, and then straight to Blizzard Beach, which might be the worst part of the race, where you can just see the giant parking lot. But we caught up to each other, and I'm happy I didn't go on Everest. I didn't want to get motion sickness, and I don't think I would have gotten back up if I would have sat down at that point of the race. Also, I should mention, I have no idea how the external noise is, but we are in the middle of the boardwalk, and there's a cast member that's pushing a garbage can, and it is like the loudest garbage can I've ever heard in my life. So, in addition to Matt, I'm also joined by John from Quick Diz Takes. And John, uh, so we didn't see him during the race because this dude just blazed the entire dopey challenge you uh what 347 today for the full marathon yes 347 and uh closer to 348 but it was it's still in the 347 that's ridiculous yes. everything you just said was ridiculous <laughs> how was your run today man today was good as opposed to when i ran dopey last year um about five miles in my thighs started you know, they they started talking to me. And you I, noticed them. That that's what. Yes. Like uh, <laughs> I got to I got to 18 today before they started, you know, saying, "Hey, we're down here still." So uh, I stopped at a few, two medical stations. You know, a little biofreeze. But other than that, it was it was good. I should have done the biofreeze because like I, it was about mile 16 when I was like. I was like, "How you doing, Matt?" And he was like, "Oh, I'm doing pretty well." And I was like, "Yeah, my thighs. They're letting me know they're there." For sure. Yeah, they, they, yeah. The thighs like to make themselves known other than any other part of your legs, I think. But, uh, yeah, I didn't want to, you know, I stopped for a few characters, but I didn't want to do the whole stop and walk because and, then it would just be, it would be a chore to start running again. So I, the little bit of stopping to take a picture and then get back was good. 
Yeah, that's so. great. So we want to talk to Anker as well. And before Anker goes, I wanted to mention, I, I said all three of these gentlemen did the Dopey Challenge. So at Marathon Weekend, if you run all four events, so you do the 5K on Thursday, the 10K on Friday, the half marathon on Saturday, and then if you're wild enough and dopey enough to do the full marathon on Sunday, then you get a, a ton of different medals and you get to complete the Dopey Challenge. So Anker, was this the first time you did Dopey? This is the first time I did the Dopey and my first marathon. What? You did a first marathon today, too? So, th so th wait, have you done the marathon before, John? You did it at did, Disney, I did, right? I did Dopey last year, yeah. Okay, so that was so, my first one. But out of the, there's three-fourths of us standing around this little circle that this was our first marathon ever today. That's, That's awesome. Yeah, I figured if I was going to train and spend enough time to do the marathon, just do them all. Why not? Yeah, like why not just <laughs> get it all done, right? So what was your favorite run of the four? Uh, probably the half. Uh, I like. I did it myself. I ran with other people for every other run. I did the half on my own, so I could pace myself the way I wanted to. I stopped at any characters that I wanted to. Um, the route, the route wasn't the greatest, but I still got a lot of stops that I liked. So um, I think that was my favorite. And you got to do the marathon with your wife. How was that? I did. Yeah. So the marathon was. It was tough for both of us. You know, we were in the back of E, which is one corral away from the balloon ladies which if nobody knows what that is that's the cutoff for you have to stay ahead of them so you don't get swept and taken away from the race and we reached epcot about mile three and heard that they were only a few minutes behind us so we had to kind of push it a little bit further than um we were planning and that kind of led to some problems later in the race but otherwise it was a lot of fun and i'm on the opposite side of these guys we finished in six hours and 33 minutes so we were on the uh, the other end of the spectrum in terms of time but it was it was a lot of fun it was great that's awesome. Let's go back to Matt for a second, because I want to talk about your dopey as well. I like how you aggressively took the microphone. Well, I, I wanted to ask. That, I wanted to ask Uncle, are you still married after the race with six hours and everything? Oh yeah, we didn't talk that much, other than uh, <laughs> coaching each other and making sure we were not dying. So yes, we are still married for now. Tomorrow might be a different matter. Matt and I were pretty much a married couple this this entire way, except for those three miles where you abandoned me. I did. I did tell Craig. And this will be released at some point. I'm going to release a list of five things I learned about Craig over at some point. I have mental notes, and I hopefully he will release one as well. We learned a lot about each other today, so I'm excited to release that list. For sure. Well, what was your favorite run? And if you don't say the marathon, then I'll be a jilted lover. It's, it's definitely the marathon. So it was a marathon and the half marathon because I ran with other people. So I ran the half marathon with my sister-in-law, and I think the best thing I did all weekend was take it easy yesterday at the half and we just had so much fun and then having you to run at Craig today it was just so much fun I mean we were talking where we made it to Magic Kingdom and made it out and we're like oh wow we're at mile we're over halfway done already that went really quick and then we thought the stretch from there to Animal Kingdom was going to be bad and we're like oh we're already here and it was kind of a different story after that once the sun came up but yeah I had a lot of fun doing the marathon yeah it was uh it was really fun and John now, like I said, you just crushed all of Dopey. So we got to ask you, like, what was your favorite run of the... So this is your second time doing Dopey. Second time. And was this experience different, better, worse? What, where was it at as far as the it two that you've done? Because it was better. I more paced myself in the first two races. The five and the ten last year, I kind of ran my normal five and ten pace. As opposed to this year, where I kind of slowed it down. And just cons conserved energy, uh, but I think the ten, the ten k was the best for me, yeah. personally. I felt the best that day, but I mean every race was 
Great, so, so that's awesome. And so I mentioned that we've got a bunch of people at this meetup at the boardwalk. And so I want to bring a couple of them in, including Rick Reagan. How are you, sir? Oh, I'm doing fantastic. How's your weekend been? Are you doing a lot of uh, marathoning this weekend? Uh, if marathoning means electrical calls at the lodge, back and forth, the cabins and rooms, and yes, I'm marathoning it every now, day. Now, I, I should say you're uh, a brand new cast member within the last two and a half months or so, right? Yeah, two and, and a half months. And uh, so without divulging state secrets here, you know, we don't want Josh tomorrow giving you a call, but tell me about your experience as a brand new cast member. It's been very interesting to see some of the back end of stuff that happens. Um, but it's, it's actually, it makes my job and my Disney fandom even more awesome doing yeah. it. Like, That's so great. Secrets. And you get, to be, uh, <laughs> you get to be over at Wilderness Lodge, which I absolutely oh. love. Yeah, I, between, between that and Fort Wilderness, that's probably my two favorite properties. I haven't been to Hoopty Doo yet, but soon. Uh, I think we're going to try to plan that out in March. But All you can drink sangrias. That's all i got to say. Oh, that's amazing. That's amazing. <laughs> and beer. I mean, if you want beer, too. That's fine. Yeah. No, it's, it's been really fun getting to actually, like, meet all of you in person because all of us have communicated so much online and now to be able to actually see oh my gosh chip and dale are walking over oh nope they're walking away from us they saw us <laughs> they looked at us and they decided they better walk away <laughs> that's, that's what happened that's exactly come back. Come back. legit that's exactly what happened are we in chip and dale's spot right here is that what happened so okay now they're at least waving at us uh but they're gone but <laughs> <laughs> well, they only have four fingers. I don't know how you get a middle finger out of that. <laughs> that is so funny. But, uh, yeah, so it's been a, a lot of fun being able to come down here and just, like, meet everybody. I mean, like, we've awesome. met for the first time. And so has it been fun? Like, how many people have you gotten a chance to meet for the first time at this weekend or at this meetup? Uh, probably a handful. But now that we live down here, it's, it's going to be more and more because we're here all the time. So people will come down, hey, we're coming down. you want to meet up? And of course I want to meet up. Like. <laughs> Yeah. Any, any chance to get to meet some of these awesome people. Is it's really cool because it's like connecting through podcasts. So I got to a chance to meet like Anker this morning at the table at like 3.45 in the morning. And it's like we feel like we know each other. And, you know, you're right over in Indianapolis area and I'm over in Springfield, Illinois. So it's like we're both from the Midwest. And it's just like it's really cool to be able to have that opportunity to kind of like feel like you have a family. Right. And that, that's something I think more than any of the other podcasts that I listen to that are Disney, um, DDP in particular has been, done a great job at creating a community. Yeah, I love the family feel to it. I mean, we met a lot of these people the first time we went on the Disney cruise, but we feel like we've known them forever. And now that I know Craig's a runner, I'm going to make him come to the Indianapolis Mini Marathon. Oh, and, uh, we've been talking about that. And I, I mentioned it like to a bunch of people. Actually, I think I mentioned it to you. I was like, Anker keeps saying I could just stay in his guest room. That sounds awesome. It's free stay and you get to run on the Indy 500 track. So it's yeah, uh, kind of hard to beat. That sounds like a lot of fun. That sounds like a lot of fun for sure. But, you know, it's, it's really... Uh, a cool experience to be able to to do that. I mean, John, you podcast as well, and you know that it can be lonely at times, right? Yes. But to be able to actually see people in person, and like Kyle and Shan are here as well, and uh, she's like, she's like, oh, I listen to Beyond the Mouse all the time, and it's like to actually listen or hear of people that are listening to your show is the best thing. Yes, and I, I was saying the other day, it's very like. With our age, we're the generation of people that had no internet, and then we had the internet. But when we got the internet, our parents told us, you know, how do you know these people? Who are these people you're talking to? Don't talk, don't, don't, don't tell people anything. But, but like, 
it's like internet dating like we, we, we you become friends of with people on the internet and it's and then you meet each other and it's they're normal as opposed to like you know speaking of other people hey other group of people over there does anybody want to come and say something before we bring justin on and, and bring down the the room here okay kyle get over here we got a canadian here everybody we're gonna go international with this show all right rick it was so nice to get a chance to meet you yeah so nice and we do know he's canadian because when we asked him his mileage he told us in kilometers he so legit we can told us in kilometers he is <laughs> Kilometers and meters. How was your run? This was also your first marathon. And he, and he had maple leaves, right? maple leaves on his shorts this morning, too. Yes. Maple leaves and Duke Kaboom. That's how we do things from the north. How was your experience at the run today? It was incredible. This was my first run Disney race. So not your first marathon, but your no. first run Disney? I've done marathons before. Okay. This was my first run Disney. And I got to say, Disney does it big. And like going to other expos and stuff. You see the staff, you know, it's cool to get the t-shirt and that, but to have like three individual rooms where you walk in and you just like are enamored <laughs> with the merchandise and again, just how unique everything is, it really was a, a great experience. Yeah, that is awesome. How was the trip down? Everything went well? Yeah, so we flew out of, we live in Windsor, uh, Ontario. We flew out of Detroit, Michigan. It's about a 40-minute drive from where we live. So, How often do you get down to uh, WDW? So in a rolling 12 months, this is our third time down here. What? So it's been okay. Yeah, we've, uh, just with the closures and stuff, we had trips booked that all got rolled over to when we could travel, so we're making the most of it. Very cool. That's <laughs> yeah. very cool. Anything you're, like, really looking forward to either doing or that you've already done uh, while you're here? Um, so... I mean, the one thing that we haven't really had a chance to do in previous trips was just kind of sit back and, and take in the parks. And, and this is the first time we've actually done some resort hopping to kind of check out a few other places and that kind of thing. So I guess just having a chance to relax and, and take in what we're doing instead of running thing to thing, basically. Yeah, for sure. For sure. Anybody else have like other things they want to mention about the marathon before we talk to really Matt and Justin about the money raise for Give Kids the World because we want to make sure we talk about that. Well, we're putting it into the universe, but Ankur, did we, with him not being over here right now, did we get a soft yes on a 2024 Justin Dopey? It is a, it is a soft slash hard yes on the marathon. I think getting him through the dopey would require a lot of bribery, but I heard it's a pretty firm yes that he will be doing the marathon in 2024. Okay, so this guy, this guy that I'm going to talk to, first of all, first time we met in person, I'm so glad that Sarah, uh, John's wife, got it uh, on camera. It might have been just the momentarily stage, our hug, but Justin, I've been listening to Disney Dads and then DDP today for the longest time, since you started. And it is just a remarkable show. And in addition to being a remarkable show, it's the community that you created. The fact that there's a bunch of us here hanging at the boardwalk, that you raised a bunch of money for Give Kids the World that we're going to talk about. It's just, you don't get that in a lot of podcasts. So thank you. And it's great to welcome to your own show, Justin <laughs> Uh Well, first off, let me say this. It's, uh, it's, it's absolutely remarkable to me. To, to watch communities come together, um, it's I think I, I don't think there's anywhere else in the world that this can happen quite like it does at Disney, that we all unite under one kind of banner under the mouse, and it's all because of not so much 
Mickey or the parks or the rides. It's because of the positivity that it brings. And that's the cool part is the fact that it brings people together for a cause like this. And, you know, you're saying, like, we raised, like, had nothing to do with me. It's a community that DDP has and that all the other podcasts have that is absolutely incredible. Um, that really just, for me, is what's different with Disney. Yeah, folks, seamlessly, he just he was just handed a new beer and just kept talking, just kept. That is the sign of a true podcaster. I'm going to actually hand my microphone over to Matthew Zurich because I know he was a huge uh, influence in starting to raise some money for Give Kids the World. I'm going to let Justin and Matthew take it from here for a bit. Yeah, I tell you what, uh, Matt, I want, I want to talk to you a little bit because, you know, it's funny. Whenever you're the person behind the mic, you get a lot of credit. And it's really misappropriated. It shouldn't be pointed towards me. It should be pointed towards you uh, and Anker and John because you guys came to me a long time ago and said that, hey, man, um, you know, we would love to raise money for a charity. You know, we were kind of back and forth on different charities. Um, and is there any way we can use the platform you have to raise that money? And I said, of course, let's do this. And look, I did no work on this. I, I have to tell you, I did no work. You guys rocked it. You were the absolute driving force, the catalyst to raising this money. Almost $12,000 to give kids the world. It's two families of kids with uh, you know, critical illnesses and their families that will be able to go for seven days at no cost to them to create memories that will last a lifetime. So I have to applaud you guys and the runners and what you have done. Um, and, and really, you are the driving force, and it's people like you who are the driving force of DDP today, of uh, you know, quick diz takes of Beyond the Mouse, of these shows it really means a lot, man. And being able to finally see you in person and meet you in person and get that hug is everything to me. Another, maybe to Craig's point, staged, uh, <laughs> a slightly staged <laughs> hug at the beginning. But we came with an idea and really what it comes down to at that point is I'm just going to pass the credit along to the entire community and to all the people. I mean, we put it together, really, John Encore and I, and said, hey, what can we do here? How can we do it? And then what did, we set a goal of, I think, five 5,000. 5,000. We yeah. hit that in eight days. Eight days. <laughs> so it's like, okay, I guess we can do this. And then, I mean, our community just took over and passed it along and shared. And next thing you know, we're at eight, nine, ten, and over $11,000. It's just remarkable for, for everybody to do that without ever meeting me and a lot of us that it's, it's, it's humbling to hear that. But it's just so cool, man. I mean, we, we were helping people and we didn't have to to do it we could have just all showed up here just ran and under the ddp today you know banner it was just we came to you and and your response of being i love it what can i do to help and you gave us everything we needed to do and you know i john and anker were always there for me when i'm like hey i need an idea hey i need this whether it was the shirts or the ideas and they're both very very busy i'm just working from home doing what i do and john's on his feet 100 hours a week and Unker might be fixing people's brains or surgery. I don't know what kind of surgeon he is, so maybe I give him too much credit. But, um, you know, I just want to thank them. They they help me a lot. So uh, it's great to hear, and I'm just excited, man. I can't, I'm still shocked by that $11,000 number. I'm shocked, and I'm not shocked. I knew we could do it, but it's still very humbling to see. You know what's funny, man, is, is you look at the Disney community, and you look at three shows that come together, you know, of Beyond the Mouse, Quick Diz Takes, DDP, and I think that's the key to really the, the positivity of Disney and where we're at is the fact that we can all join our communities, you know, and we can come together as a community and we can raise money for a cause. And it, it's just huge. I mean, it really does mean the world. You know, Craig, for me, 
I've known you now for almost five years. I've always I will sing your praises every time I say your name. Uh, that you've always been a uh, motivating and a driving and a positive force in my life. Uh, when I first started doing this, you reached out immediately and said, "Hey, man, just welcome the community. Anything I can do to help, you know, means the world to me." And I don't think a lot of people would do that. Well, a lot of people wouldn't do that. You know, we know the community well, and uh, it really does mean a lot. And and I'll reach out to you and I say, "Hey, dude, which you're a part of the DDP, you know, running team too." But I said, "You know, like, hey." What can we do with Beyond the Mouse? You know, I've got this. I've got it. You know, we've got our community here, and we're going to reach out, and we're going to we're going to help too. And Beyond the Mouse has just been incredible with it. Uh, this is the part of the podcast where you and I get to do a duet of "Can You Feel the Love Tonight?" Can no, can uh, you feel the love tonight? Sorry, okay, there we off. go. Yeah. All right. Um, <laughs> no, it, it it's just been it's just been remarkable, and what a what a fun weekend. So I know, like on our show, uh, I will be doing a kind of additional recap with a lot of the crew that I brought together before uh, Matt was on that, and so was John, and then also uh, Bob from Rise and Run Podcast, and then also uh, Jackie as well. And it's cool. I, I got a chance to see everybody down here this weekend, except for Bob. I didn't run into him quite yet, but we'll see uh, if that ends up happening. But yeah, it's just been so awesome to get to see everybody and to have raised this money it's just remarkable and you were the epicenter for a lot of that justin and i know that uh there there was a lot of hard work done by john anker and matt but also the fact that you started this platform and built this community means an awful lot to a lot of people uh, buddy, I can't tell you how much I appreciate that. It really is. It's, it's like I said, it's not me, it's them. Uh, we couldn't do it without the entire community. The community's fantastic. And I think that's the cool part is that we surround ourselves with thousands and thousands of people who want to have a positive mindset, who want to live in that world of just positivity and Disney magic. And, and thus it, it brings us to this moment where we can celebrate this. We can celebrate you guys finishing dopey we can celebrate you guys finishing the half finishing the full finishing the 10 finishing the five no matter where you're at in life you know you're there and you're, you're working towards a goal and i think that means the world and i really it's it's super inspirational to me i will say you guys have like 25 co-hosts right now and there's only one of you <laughs> there's only like one of you down here uh at the moment uh so no joe actually ran the half marathon and then he had to head out and i know dan rossi was just down here for yeah. new year's uh and so and then i'm sure dave is somewhere around this property working his tail off right now and then uh, Mike I'm, I'm positive he'd rather be here than he would much rather he be here doing. than where he is so yeah, but it. let's go uh, around the horn and just sign off here so I will sign off for uh, beyond the mouse and quick Diz takes and DDP today but today you've heard from Kyle from Canada. <laughs> Kyle from Canada. I love that. <laughs> Just <laughs> you know Kyle. He's probably from Canada. <laughs> Matt, United States. Anker <laughs> from Indianapolis. <laughs> uh, John from the, the little state of Rhode Island. Justin, South Carolina. Riley from South Carolina. Hey, we got a Riley appearance. Automatically, we just had our downloads go up because Riley got on the pod. But uh, I've been Craig from Springfield, Illinois, and it's just been great to get a chance to meet everybody. And I hope that all of you have a wonderful day, night, whenever you're listening to this. Thank you so much. What an amazing crew. It was so much fun to be there. So many laughs, hugs, uh, just, just, you know, it's, it's one of those things where doing a show like this, we are so blessed to have so many people around us. And, and when you get to see them in person, 
It really does mean the world. You know, you're talking about Florence, Joe. Got to give her a big hug, and we chatted for a while, and she's just so sweet. And there was just so many people that were there, and uh, and we're able to, you know, we were all able to get together and celebrate this amazing accomplishment that this group did uh, for Give Kids the World, and uh, over eleven thousand dollars. Look, and 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 not just that, these people who are down there that are running the five, the ten, the half, the full, you know, dopey. Uh, it's you watch, and you, it's not even, you know, I'm so proud of our running team, Joe. But I'm watching people come through because uh, I went to the boardwalk to cheer on runners, and there was a there was a gentleman pushing his maybe 85 year old father in a wheelchair for the full marathon, and the 85 year old father was giving high fives coming down coming down you know the the thing, and it was just incredible to watch these people that you know you know, it's such a huge accomplishment for them. It's my first true marathon weekend, Joe. I've been around marathon weekend, but I've never been connected to it like I was this time. So the first thing about, I call marathon weekend kind of like a homecoming weekend, right? Uh, I've been involved with other Disney podcast running teams and I've built relationships and friendships. And it's always amazing to go down that one week and we know everybody's gonna be down there. Everybody's gonna be competing and participating and family and friends are watching. It's so much fun. What I love is, you know, when Dave and I were brought into this family, there's a new tradition starting. We have our own family now. We have our own running team, and it's already been a success with the amount of money that's been raised for Give Kids the World and the meetups and everybody, you know, meeting and cheering each other out the boardwalk. It's it's a really cool experience. It's my favorite weekend of the year to go down to Disney World. Um, you know, and even if you're just a, uh, somebody who's cheerleading, like, you know, I give mad props to Sarah Castano. She was everywhere all weekend watching John and just her being such a supportive person. Like that's what it's all about. It's family out there supporting their, their runners and their loved ones. It's so much fun to, uh, to be a part of it. Uh, I can't wait for next year. And the one thing about this race, Justin is with Mar- with the Walt Disney world marathon is somebody I've run the New York city marathon twice, Chicago, uh, the Marine Corps marathon, Detroit. I've run some really big races and they're really serious. I mean, it's, it's people trying to qualify for Boston. People trying to do PRs, the Walt Disney world marathon. It is a legitimate marathon. It is a, the distance is the distance, but it's a different atmosphere. There are people that are pushing their 85 year old fathers uh, in wheelchairs, or there are people who are running with disabilities or are cycle hand cyclists. There's every kind of person you can imagine who has a story and they use this experience to raise money or raise awareness for something. It's, it's a, it's an event unlike any other anywhere in the country or even the world. Uh, and it's just awesome to be a part of. So um, I'm glad that you got to experience really your first marathon weekend when, and the Sorcerer's running team and us being all a part of it. It just makes that weekend even more special. And I'm really looking forward to uh, next year's marathon weekend. That's for sure. Speaking of that, I have committed to run. I'm going to do the 5K with the family. I'm going to sign all three of us up. And then I'm going to run the full um, next year to raise money uh, for another charity. So I'll be running the That's full amazing. marathon. Yeah, man. Good for you, man. Well, hold um, on, hold on. I'll be run walking the full because. Oh <laughs> no, yeah, I hey dude, if you if you do it, mad respect. I can't like yeah. I, I that is not something on my on my agenda. That's for sure. I mentioned to Craig when I caught up with Craig, um, Craig McFarland while he was in the parks. Um, we were chatting for just a few moments, and I said to him, I said uh, that one of my friends had posted that it is believed that. Um, it is approximately 1.4 million people in the world who have completed a marathon. Wow, that's it? 
which means it is 0.002% of the population. So, yeah. That's a club worthy to be a member of. So good for you, man. Yeah, I think it'll be fun. It, it'll, you know, I'll train and uh, and actually, you know what? I'm not even gonna train. I'm just gonna show up. Let's roll. Um, All right. Um, let's- <laughs> don't do that, man. Don't, please, please don't do that. I'll, I'll tell you this, Justin. You will never if if you complete the marathon. I say if I don't want to jinx it. You will never look at Walt Disney World property the same ever again. You'll be like, I ran from there to there to there to there. It's like, yep. You did. So you'll I never don't look, look at, at it, it now. Dave's taking me places where I'm like, all right, this is scary. Are you taking me out and dropping me somewhere? You know, like this is Bear Bear Road or whatever that one is. That's that's a Bear, Bear Island. Bear yeah. Island. <laughs> <laughs> so uh yeah, it was super cool, man. Uh Disney World in general is really neat during Marathon Weekend because you said it's kind of like this collective group, even though we don't all know each other, we're all there for a common common purpose. And Dave, I mean, even as a cast member, like walking around, you can see it. I mean, everyone's so uh, people that have ran are proud of themselves that they've ran. They sport their medals and people who are there to cheer on, you know, are proud of the the people they're there to cheer on. I mean, it's, it's really a cool environment, especially around Epcot on Sunday. I mean, everyone's out having drinks and getting food and having a blast. It's it's a blast. Yeah, it's a really great vibe and uh, such a communal uh, spirit that takes place there with like people walking around with their medals on and everybody just congratulating and acknowledging people for what they've achieved. Uh, it's really great. It's a, it's a really good vibe. So the one thing I loved, Dan, was all the people, and I don't know how they did it, Joe. This is one of those things where it just blew my mind. There were people that came through. I was standing at mile 24, right? There were people who came through in full costumes. There was a guy that came through in a full Johnny Depp costume and 24 miles in, he was playing the part. He was going, you know, like doing the hand motions <laughs> and being, you know, acting all crazy. I'm like, this is, this, this is the weirdest and coolest and most awesome thing I've ever seen. So yeah, I, uh, go ahead, Joe. Yeah, I'm sorry. The runner's code is with this is that you're not supposed to do anything. You don't train on race day. So I guarantee that that person was not running as Johnny Depp during his his training runs. So mad props to that person, everybody who ran in costume on race day to run that long in a costume. Is just I, I could not do that. And Dan, I'm sorry, I just had to put that out there. So. No, no, I'm like I I have serious FOMO about this. Like we left Disney property, I think on the third, and I think people were starting to arrive probably right right around that time. So you know, I, I was talking to Justin yesterday. I, I I'm I'm going to be there next year. Uh, I told him I won't run the marathon, but I'll probably at least run the half and maybe a five or ten k, uh, just because uh, I, you know, I used to run all the time, but I had some 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 injury issues that 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 you know stopped me from running, so that's why I'm I'm more of a Peloton guy now. But I mean, it is like it seems like it's going to be a great time. I saw something on I don't know if it was Good Morning America or the Today Show, but they had like I guess there's and I don't know what they're called, but there's uh, Disney marathoners that have run every marathon, mm-hmm. and they were they were spotlighting some eighty year old guy that had run every Disney marathon, and you know he said he ran marathons in New York, Chicago, you know Dubai, like he ran all over the place, and he said the Disney marathon was his absolute favorite to run. Uh, he had a jacket on that you know it, I can't remember what they called them, and you know I was trying to look it up while we were talking, but I couldn't find it, but they. There, there was only a certain number of people that have run every Disney marathon, and I think there was like 30 of Is it 30 of them, right? Yeah, it's 30 years. And, and you know, it, it was kind of incredible because the dude is like 80 years old, and he 
is still running marathons. And here I am saying, yeah, I can't do that anymore. <laughs> yeah, they're called a uh, perfect. They're perfect marathoners. They're just like yes. perfect, goofy, perfect, dopey. Yeah, yep. perfect. There's only like one or there's only a few. There was a special place in the expo. They had balloons up and a special uh, step and repeat for them to take pictures in front of. Yeah, there's only a few of them uh, out there, I believe. So that's actually pretty impressive. Why don't we do this? Yeah, well, as a team, sure. why don't we do? I'll do the full, right? Uh, Joe, you're gonna run next year. Yeah, I, I, I Joe will do dopey. My, Joe's gonna do dopey. Yeah, oh, yeah, do you're again. doing dopey. <laughs> I'll do the full once. Dan will do I'll the do half. The half. Um, Mike will do the 10K. Uh, Katie ten. and Riley will do the 5K, and we'll <laughs> sign up Dave for the kids race. You know, if they if they do that again. Perfect. So, Thanks. Appreciate I think it. Yeah. I think Dan should run in his uh, bunker pants since he's a fireman. Ooh. Firemen are notorious for doing that. Dan, let's see you out there at least running the 5K or 10K in your bunker pants. I could do that. I, had I did too. To say, I, 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 like I, a I was like, just silent. <laughs> Never mind. Um, <laughs> that's, that's what they're called. <laughs> uh, so look, it, it is one of those really, really cool experiences um, down there. And it was funny, you know, D- Dave. You know, Katie. She's a lot like Melanie in the fact that if prior to this weekend I came to her and I was like, "Hey, I'm going to run the full marathon," she goes, "That's so funny." <laughs> oh, that's, that's cute. That's really cute. Um, I said it after this, and she goes, "You can do it." You can do it. Like yeah. watching these people who if look, and I'm not I'm not being mean or anything, but like from age to, you know, like it, 70, 80 year olds running full marathons. And you sit there and I can I I gotta admit something. I was standing with Charles Mary and I'm clapping for about an hour, you know. Way to go, guys. Keep going, not for much further. Yeah, way to go, runners. About 45 minutes in, I looked at him and go, my hands hurt from clapping. <laughs> and I was like, Tear these people ran 24 miles and I'm 45 minutes into clapping. <laughs> I was going to say, you know what else hurts? Everybody's yes. feet at that moment. And then I also got to admit, I, I was- <laughs> we, we were watching uh, people come through and, and I, I'm tracking Anker and Amy. And I had a reservation for Trattoria Forno. So I'm tracking it. I'm actually texting Anker. I'm like, hey, let me know when you hit the boardwalk. <laughs> Well, then the server came around and we started talking about different mimosas and I missed them coming through on the boardwalk. <laughs> oh, no. Wow. 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 Yeah, you owe them big time. I, know. I said, I'm so sorry. Wow. I'm so sorry. The worst supporter they, ever. They were like running through the, I, through the boardwalk going, where's, where's Joe, Joe? I went just, running with uh, my napkin uh, in hand because I knew they just passed down the boardwalk by the side. I passed the BR Guest Podcast guys. I passed Lou Mangello. I'm like running trying to catch up with them. <laughs> There was my napkin still in my hand as I'm running out the door. Yeah, yeah. All the all those other teams are like, yeah, look at those DDP guys. They're rookies <laughs> at this stuff. <laughs> I have learned a lot if, about cheering on, man. I I'm taking one. There was a team that every time somebody would come through, they would give them a beer. Um, that was super cool. Yes. Um, two. There was other teams who brought like noisemakers and and you know tambourines and and bells and all that. That way your hands don't hurt. I mean, like I am, I am going to, next year. DDP Sorcerer's running team. We're stepping right. the game up. I want to get fat heads of bringing a made, whole drum but, kit. Let's know? go. <laughs> so it'll it'll be great. Um, well, guys, you know, talking about we we've done shows before on Marathon Weekend and on Run Disney in particular. Uh, Joe, you're the expert with this. Anything you can add uh, with Marathon Weekend that you think the DDP community would like? I mean, for me personally. I just want to say, go right now, join DDP Today Sorcerer's Running Team on Facebook. Um, that family is, look, it's 
if you're running a 5K, a 10K, a half, a full, dopey, or you just want to get off the couch and go for a walk and need some motivation, need some positivity, that's where to do it. And then that way, you know what? Next year, come run the five. Come walk the five. You know, come do the 10. Come come do the full with me. I'm going to be run walking it. You know, I can use the help uh, to get there. I'm definitely not running with John uh, Castano. He had an eight-minute uh, average for the marathon per mile, eight minutes. Um, he... Good. He finished it before I got out of bed, so I can't, I can't say too much. Uh, but Joe, talking a little bit about what you get, you know, with the characters, wow, with the photo opportunities on course, um, certain people were able to ride Everest, were able to ride attractions. I knew of a couple people who actually made dining reservations, stopped, ate, and then continued their marathon. That's how fast they were running it. Um, really cool opportunities with this race that you don't get with others, and I think you have more experience than everyone else on the show combined with marathon weekend. Yeah. I mean, it's everything you just said, you're paying for that experience. You're paying for the character meet and greets, not only at the expo when you, uh, when you first sign up for, when you first check in, um, to get your bib and stuff like that, but it's, it's in the morning. Um, you're, um, um, you're getting those pictures with those characters that you normally don't see. You're getting those on the course. You're getting DJs on the course. You're getting pictures in front of the castle or in front of Epcot or all of the icons that we love. You're getting to see backstage areas. You know, as as super Disney fans, I mean, Dave sees them all the time, right? So maybe it wouldn't excite him to see a dumpster behind, you know, the living with the land, whatever. But for us Disney fans, it's actually pretty cool to see, you know, all the stuff, all the kegs of beer sitting behind World Showcase and stuff. So you get that all kind of experience that you normally don't get in a a large marathon race or your local marathon race. So that's that's a, a really cool thing to experience. One other thing as well is uh, and you're getting a supporters it doesn't matter what group you're with what team you're with people are just out there supporting giving you high fives great signage out there uh it's a lot of fun the one thing i will say is definitely join uh our sorcerers running team uh i was monitoring everything that was going on and participating and just the amount of support uh, we had a great group chat going that weekend where i wasn't even down in the parks yet and people were saying i'm going here i'm going there let's meet here let's meet at the springs i felt like i was part of the crew and i wasn't even there yet so we had a great group chat. We had a great Facebook group going and, um, yeah. And just, you know, plan ahead. Uh, marathon weekends already passed, but signups are in March or April. These races sell out very, like they sell out the same day. Registration is three quarters of the battle. So once you get into the race, that's the easy, that's actually the hard part. And training is the easy part. So make a plan, plan it. If you're going to do it, decide what you want to do and just make a plan and commit to it. And it's a lot of fun. It's very rewarding and it's an experience. It's a running experience like anything else. You won't get anything like this at your local 5k or 10k. It's truly a lot of fun and doing it with, with friends, like-minded friends and teammates, it makes it even better. So. Yeah. Well, as, as John's, as Joe said, um, there were great photo opportunities out on the course and I loved watching, um, everybody posting so many photos friends uh and um from ddp but friends in general posting photos of their experience during marathon weekend and um it was an amazing amazing thing to do and so many of them also posting it on our ddp today facebook page which brings us to our favorite thing every week and that is of course picks of the week picks of the week picks of the week all right well there as i said there have been some great posts um over the last week or so uh so i'm gonna start with dan all right well, dan what's your pick of the week 
My pick of the week has to go out to Lori Euler. Uh, Lori, uh, she she posted a picture with her kids. She said, my kids had a goal of riding every ride in each park on this short trip. Mission accomplished. I mean, that is, first of all, that's really difficult to do. So that is a huge accomplishment. And then on top of that, I have to mention that Lori also committed to doing the DDP trip in Disneyland this summer. So, you know, mad props out to her. I cannot wait to see her and her family again. Uh, it is going to be a good time this summer. And, uh, yeah, that is definitely my pick of the week this week. Yeah, based on the, my understanding of that story, this may be the first time Lori's hearing that she's committed to going to, uh, <laughs> out, to out to Disneyland. So um, we, we might need to remind her of that when this episode drops and just check in on how that's going. Uh, Justin, pick of the week. What do you got? Yeah, I'm going to go with our good buddy ALC, Ashley the Vorn Cook. Um, she is in Walt Disney World, and she is on a girl's trip, and they did four parks one day. Looks like they had an absolute blast. She said, I picked from each park yesterday. What a great time. We made some core memories. Uh, Dave, I know you got to see her in the park. Um, that is super cool. Love the fact that they're doing uh, a trip together, and they're creating those memories. What it's all Really about. funny story, actually. She was sent me a message, and I was replying to the message got distracted, started talking to my guests when they asked a question, hadn't yet pressed send, I don't think, and we're actually standing literally right near each other. And she goes, Dave, <laughs> while I'm typing a message to her. So uh, we were uh, at the A platform of uh, Soren. So, yeah, at the A concourse uh, of Soren. So, yeah. So, uh, very, cool. very funny. Got to stop and have a quick chat to her, uh, which was wonderful. I'm going to jump in real quick uh, and say that mine pick of the week goes to Brandon Pico. I don't know if I'm saying his last name correctly, and I apologize if I am not. Pico? Anyway. Um, and pronunciation and talking is not my thing. Um, but uh, posted a great pick. Um, while everybody else was talking about running marathons and things like that, I connected with this post because it's him in a cabana poolside at the Contemporary relaxing and enjoying, and he even had uh, Bluey on the TV uh, in the cabana. So, I mean, that was a day for me. That was perfect. <laughs> uh, he got my pick of the week. I've got one last one, and uh, as I head to him, I wanted to say that I, uh, the other part of Laurie's post that deserves a mention is that uh, a couple of members of Laurie's crew decided to ride Soren in what is now being dubbed the Joe Quat method. <laughs> um, and so uh, a couple of pics of uh, the young boys uh, getting all nice and safely locked into ride Soren the Joe Quat way. Uh, Joe, your pick of the week. Well, first friend. of all, I'm glad that everybody was safe. The Joe Quat method is the <laughs> safest way to experience Soren around the world. So I'm glad that they, uh, they took that advice to heart. Uh, my pick of the week goes to a good friend of the show, Charles Mary. <laughs> and if anybody is a fan of Epcot or a fan of Spaceship Earth and is looking for some sort of new wallpaper for your computer, uh, Charles took the probably the most beautiful photo of Spaceship Earth I've ever seen, better than anything Disney's put out. I don't know how he did it, but go to our Facebook page, DDP uh, Today Podcast, and check it out for yourself. And it's absolutely the most amazing photo of Spaceship Earth. So for that, Charles gets my pick of the week. Speaking of Charles, um, 
lots of things got committed to this this past weekend. Charles <laughs> committed to uh, running the full with me, so he's a he's a Charleston boy. So he's going to be a, a training partner, and I don't know if he's going to be happy or sad to hear that I'm not going to train. I'm just going to run the full marathon. <laughs> <laughs> so we'll see we'll see what happens. Uh, I it'll cannot, be great. I cannot recommend against that enough. Okay? Bert Kreischer just... did it. I can do it. If Bert Kreischer can do it, I can do it. He he this went out is, and just ran a marathon. Have you seen the um, uh, How I Met Your Mother episode of the yeah the New yeah, York yeah where marathon Barney gets stuck Barney. on the yes. subway? Such a great show. <laughs> His legs stop working. You should. And they should rob him. Look <laughs> he can't do that. anything. Hey, hey Justin, I, I highly not recommend that. Let me tell you, just from personal experience this weekend, I I ran the the half marathon with my brother who did not train. We started in the D corral. Okay. Um, we flirted with the balloon ladies by the time we hit the transportation and ticket center. I, I did not like it. Um, he ended up getting swept, and I ended up, like, as they started to sweep the people, then I had to take off because I was not going to get a DNF. And I spent the last, like, eight miles, like, running on the grass around people. So it, it it's not – I don't recommend that, please. <laughs> At least do All some, right, sort, do, do some sort of training because I guarantee you your reward – will be the greatest bath that you've ever had after you're done. Oh, I can't <laughs> oh, wait. Oh, my goodness. Oh, He's going to sit for like six hours in that thing. <laughs> Just keep topping it up, topping it up. <laughs> Just let a li- Look, I do that. A little, a little <laughs> water out and put on really hot water. A <laughs> <laughs> little, little carrot for you there. A little carrot for you. Of course, of course uh, I do. Um, well, I, t- I tell you what. Uh, such an awesome time and oh finally getting God. to meet people in person that we've known for years. Marathon weekend for me is a staple now. I can't wait to participate uh, next year, and uh, hopefully we'll see a lot more of our DDP family down there. I do want to say one of the things that we did with raising money for Gift Kids of the World was over this last three weeks, anyone who donated for every $10 you donated, you got your name and a hat to come on a show. You pick the topic. You co-host with us, um, and I will be putting that together, and we will do the drawing live um, so that way you know what's up, and it'll be lots of fun. Uh, so looking forward to that. Also, of course, we do have our DDP today, Disneyland vacation. Lots of people booked. Lori is coming. Uh, the Eulers will be there. Lots of fun. Cannot wait to see everybody out there. Get a hold of a show at awaywithmetravel.com if you would like to come out and hang with us in Disneyland. Outside of, Yeah, go ahead, Dave. Um, one other thing uh, really quickly, now that everybody has run marathons and is feeling very athletic, uh, as we head into mid-January, uh, now that Marathon Weekend is out of the way, there is something else happening uh, that needs to make a mention, and yes. that is that my house is about to turn into a Girl Scout cookie distribution center once again. Uh, Cat Let's was already on the Facebook group earlier today. That gives you an idea of when we're recording this. Um, asking for the link already, um, and I will post uh, at some point. Um, but yeah, if anybody needs a Girl Scout cookie uh, hookup or a link to be able to get it delivered directly to your door, if you're in the Orlando area, I'll send a six-year-old blonde girl to deliver it to your house. But um, if you're outside of that you and you just need a way to be able to get a hold of them, um, you'll be able to click the link uh, and order directly so that it comes direct to you. Um, so, yeah, Girl Scout cookie season, it's back. Um, okay. But I'm not getting carried away like last year. 
Okay, no, 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 no. got out of hand, and I appreciate everybody's <laughs> help in getting us across that finish line, getting all fifty states. I don't need to achieve that again. We're yeah, we're good. achieving that. We're going all. We're going every country this year. Good, um, excellent. We're going all. We're going all. I need, in. A, I need an Albanian. Does Albanian. Know? <laughs> I, I bet we have a listener in Albania. If you if you're listening in Albania, email us. Uh, yeah, DDP today at gmail. I'll send you a link. <laughs> yeah, I will actually. I'll put the link right in the show notes. So scroll down right now Amazing. on your phone. Click the link. Order some cookies. You just ran. You should treat yourself. Reward. Get John Castano. Get some tagalongs. You know, like, dos or whatever they're called. Um, <laughs> yeah. I don't know the names. Um, super excited. Yes, we are going to crush that that cookie goal. Got Give Kids World. Now let's move on to Girl Scout cookies. Yes. Uh, super excited <laughs> about that. Um, can't thank everybody enough for for all your generosity, for your giving spirit, for you know your support of the running team and of you know the the mission that they took on to raise money for give kids of the world without you all it just doesn't happen and we know that and we realize that and we appreciate for you know you for that we're just a couple goofballs talking to a mic about cats laying on desks that I can't put together and girl scout cookies and you know all kinds of other crazy stuff and we appreciate you guys giving us your time and and letting us be a part of your disney family and not just letting you be a part but you stepping up and making this really the one of the most positive places out there, and it's because of you. And we do we we do not look past that. We really do appreciate you doing that, uh, guys. Let's head to patron. We're gonna talk some funny stuff that happened this weekend because there was quite a bit of it, uh, and we'll chat a little bit about a couple other things and have some fun over that side. Before we do, let's close it up and uh, say good night to our DDP family. Joe, coming to you first. So first of all, like you uh, to. Just you know, restate it again. Congratulations to everybody, not only to the runners, but all the family members that supported the runners during um, their training cycle. Uh, it's a great accomplishment. I hope this people keep it up and keep training and keep exercising. It's a great thing. I also personally just want to uh, say I'm sorry that I missed um, our meetup. Uh, my plans got changed a little bit. Some of you guys already knew that, but literally had to uh, shower immediately after the half marathon, check out of Saratoga early and drove up to Charleston for my goddaughter's uh, baptism. So that's why I wasn't at the meetup, but uh, I was following along with you guys. Justin was sending me pictures, uh, was giving me phone calls as well. So kind of checking to see what was going on. So major case of FOMO. Uh, you guys look like you had a great time, but uh, I'm glad everybody did have a good time and hopefully I will be there for the next time. And so, yeah, congratulations to everybody and uh, Patreon standby. You guys are on deck. You were speaking earlier, Joe, of the group chat that we had with all the running team that was in town. I woke up one morning, and of course, they'd already—I think it was half. So you all had been up early, you know, like two thirty or three o'clock, and you go to corral and you're finding each other, and you're then even after the race, you're chatting on thing. I woke up to 106 notifications. It's <laughs> <laughs> <That was> legit, <laughs> man. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I love when I also love when like a group chat continues on after everything is over. Like I'm pretty sure Dan is still posting in the uh in the cruise one. So yeah, yeah, yeah. for sure. Yeah. <laughs> uh well speaking of Dan coming to you, closing words, buddy. Uh no, this was great. Uh I love talking about you know all this Disney news that came out, but uh the the FOMO of the marathon weekend has inspired me. I'm gonna be there next year. I'm gonna run. I'll probably do the five or ten k, and I'm definitely doing the half. So I can't wait. It's been a while, you know. I haven't run in a while, but uh, you know, I'm gonna I'm gonna break out the running shoes, and I'm gonna be ready to go this week. Well, if you're gonna do the five, the ten, and the half, why not just just do the full with me? We'll Dopey it together. up. Dopey it uh, up. Dopey it, Dan. I don't know if I can do that. 
You can do it. I'm don't old. you say I'm don't old. you say no. I'm a grandpa. D- well, I mean, I am going to be the only 30-year-old on this show coming in 2 days. So, uh speaking of that, happy birthday, long? brother. <laughs> Love you so much, man. Uh dude, it's one of those things I wish I could be there with you um to help you Welcome to 40. The fire extinguisher on all those uh, those candles, but uh, buddy, happy birthday, man! And uh, Thanks, man. no one deserves all the love more than you. Love you to death. Uh, closing words. Um, an awe-inspiring week in Walt Disney World. Um, from people competing and participating in the marathon to uh, some great news that came out of it that we got to touch on and chat about today, and um, yeah, just a really fun vibe. Uh, in Walt Disney World at the moment uh, because of so many different elements all coming together. Uh, it is a big week. Um, I think I've figured out why. Why? I think I've figured out why 40 has been my, oh, kind of number. Um, I think it's like the first birthday that I remember my dad having, that like it was a big one for him. Oh. And so I'm like, because... I think he was about 32 or so when I was born. So, like, or maybe 35. So, yeah, like, but in my head, I'm like, oh, yeah, I can, I remember that my dad turned 40. So I think that's the reason why. So, um, but thanks. I appreciate it. It's going to be, it's going to be fun. I got the day off uh, from work and uh, spending it with the girls um, and just having a little bit of fun. Nothing too crazy, nothing too wild. So, which will be great. Sign up for AARP. Well, I'm sure you're yeah. getting the cards already. <laughs> yeah. 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 Um, <laughs> I'm, I'm glad you're getting the day off, but also you need to go back to work the uh, the next week because I'm sending lots of clients to you uh, oh, for the okay. week. So. Yeah, that'll be fun. Yeah. Uh, well, DDP family, I tell you what, we love you to death. Have an amazing week. Spread some cheer. Make someone smile. Smile yourself. Have some, uh, you know, some laughs. It's, it's all, the best part about the week of the laughs. So we appreciate you. We love you to death. And until next time, we will see you real soon. Have a good night, everybody. Cheers. Have a good night. See you guys. On behalf of the Disney Dads, we want to say thank you. We hope you find a little magic in your life every day, spread some Disney love, and keep moving forward. And they all lived happily ever after. Each of us has a dream, a heart's desire. It calls to us. And when we're brave enough to listen and bold enough to pursue, that dream will lead us on a journey to discover who we're meant to be. All we have to do is look inside our hearts and unlock the magic within. Ready to begin. Let the wonder And that is a wrap. This has been YDF Media Productions.